This is All India Radio. Life must go on. All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar presents science serial Life Must Go On based on understanding and managing sustainable development. Let's listen to episode number 32 titled Combating Desertification. <laughs> it must be Ramu with the milk. He's just in time. <laughs> Let me get the pot. Where's my pot? Uh, I'll be there, Ramu. Just wait for a minute. Uh, Vishnu? Uh, good morning, teacher auntie. Uh, good morning, beta. But why have you come to deliver the milk? Uh, uh, don't you have to go to school today? Auntie, actually papa has gone to our village. Village? Uh, yeah. Actually my uncle said that for the last few years, crop yields have been falling. And this year it is so bad that they have invited a government expert to come and see what is wrong. Oh, I see. And you know... Tuntuni's father, Dipen's father and Harish's father are from our village too. They have all gone with him. So when will they be back? Uh, they'll be back by tonight. Tonight? Uh, here's the milk auntie. Oh, thanks. I will see you in the school later. I won't be late. I came here to deliver milk to you only. Oh, so nice of you, Vishnu. <laughs> uh, and ask Ramu to come and meet me tomorrow, okay? Okay. Low yields for a long time may mean there is something wrong with the soil. Oh. I may be of some help to him. Um, I have some known people in agriculture department. But you must hurry or else you'll be late for school, dear. Okay, auntie. I won't be late. Bye. Bye. Oh, look, Ripa. So good. The Panchayat Pradhan is here. Oh, and the other man on the yes, dais must be the government expert. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that man. See, see, such a young man. <laughs> nice suit he's wearing. Uh, tell me one thing. Ramu, what can he teach us about farming? Ah, we've been farmers for generations, man. And now these, these city folks are going to teach us farming. Kripa, who knows? Ah. But he looks like an educated young man. Okay. Maybe he will tell us something new. Something scientific. I never went to school. And these days, I do not do any active farming also. Mm, same, same here. I left active farming to my brother. Just mm. as you have and moved to the city. Mm. <laughs> but the land is still mine. And I, I want to produce more. Uh, so I have advised him to use... Lots of fertilizers. That's not a good idea, Kripa. Huh? And you know it. The population is rising so rapidly. Oh. More mouths to feed. Plus, if the land yields are more, then there is more profit too. I need money for my children's education. We chopped down a couple of trees last year to extend our fields, you know. But uh, Ramu, those trees had been there for generations. Hmm. Namaskar, everybody. Can you all hear me? Yes. Good, good. 
I am very glad that you have all assembled here. As many of you know, I have called this meeting to discuss the issue of falling crop production because our soil is becoming dry. Dr. Ravi is here to tell us about the issue. He calls it desertification. I will not take much more of your time. Over to you, Dr. Ravi. Thank you, Pradhanji, our distinguished guest Shantiji, and everyone. Good morning and thank you for coming. Well, well, thank you so much. I can see that many of you are elder to me. And definitely, all of you are more experienced about farming. Maybe you represent generation of farming experience. Mm. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> He's right. He's right. right. But I'm here to talk about a rather more recent development, a problem called desertification. Desertification? The term desertification may be new to you, but I'm certain you have been seeing it happening little by little over the last few decades. Very simply, desertification is the process by which fertile land becomes arid or dry and desert-like. That's true. Oh my God! He's right. Haven't we been commenting on how water sources are drying up and our lands are becoming semi-arid? Yes, 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 yes. I can see that at least one person in the front row has been able to connect the dots. Uh, gentlemen, may I know your name, friend? <laughs> Sir, my name is Ramu. Uh, Ramu, do you have any other question for me? <laughs> Sir, actually, not one, but I have two questions for you. Uh, my first question is, why does desertification happen? And secondly, can we reverse it? Oh, right, right. Excellent question. <laughs> Sir. Please, everybody, clap for Ramu. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, Ramu, a major reason behind desertification is our human activities that pollute or degrade land. Mm. Uh, this includes overcultivation, overgazing, and cutting down the tree cover. We call it deforestation. Mm. These activities can convert arable land into desert. Dr. Ravi, Many of my farmer brothers who were forced to move to the city are here today. Oh, that's excellent. Maybe they will appreciate the fact that when this happens, food production diminishes, water sources dry up, and people are forced to move to more hospitable areas. Uh, Pradhanji, answer to second question raised by Ramu is that it is difficult to reverse desertification. Once the process has taken hold, the key tools are strengthened community participation and cooperation at all levels. It is best to have sustainable practice that take care of the land for the present and future generations alike. Uh, Dr. Ravi, but sustainable practices? Basically, sustainable means a practice that can be continued indefinitely in the same way and at the same rate. Ooh, you got okay. it? But in the context of development, sustainability is development that meets present needs 
without compromising the ability of future generation to meet their own needs that is wonderful dr ravi that is wonderful for this to happen individuals local agencies and global organizations and government must all work together do their own bit and also act in tandem absolutely correct dr ravi desertification is definitely not an issue limited to just our village the issue is how can we strengthen community participation and cooperation at all levels uh, well shanti ji all over the world scientists and leaders are aware of the problem that by itself is a major hurdle overcome indeed but how can any nation ignore such a huge and growing problem uh shanti ji 2.6 billion people depend directly on agriculture oh. but 52% of the land used for agriculture is moderately or severely affected by soil degradation land degradation affects 1.5 billion people globally oh. each year 12 million hectares are lost land on which 20 million tons of grains could have been grown oh. mm. so global action therefore must be immediate and massive but has anything actually been done uh, well shanti ji this issue came to the center stage as early as in 1992 at the rio earth summit okay but sir this is 2017 what has been done in the interim period uh gentlemen may i know your name please uh, kripa kripa well good question kripa ji thank you thanks the united nation convention to combat desertification unccd was established in 1994 you know it is the only legal binding international agreement linking environment and development to sustainable land management and india is one of the signatories to unccd all right dr ravi but what is its agenda i mean what is it working on well shanti ji it specifically addressed the arid semi arid and dry sub humid areas mm. what we call drylands uh, uh, dr ravi but what sort of work does it do ha ramu it works to restore land and soil productivity and to mitigate the effects of drought it encourages the participation of local people in combating desertification and land degradation it also facilitates cooperation between developed and developing countries oh uh, so what is the aim of this facilitation sir uh, shanti ji it is for the knowledge and technology transfer aimed at sustainable land management okay without adequate knowledge how can one be aware of the issues leading to desertification or even how to address it consequences uh, mm. sir if you had to sum up the ill effects of desertification what would you say well the effects are far ranging and cannot be summed up in brief but yes desertification reduces the land's resilience to natural variations in climate mm. it disrupts the natural cycle of water and nutrients okay. desertification can lead to prolonged episodes of famine 
It intensifies strong winds and dust storms. It is a threat to biodiversity. Okay. Well, on this topic, I can go on and on and on. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So listen, everybody. There is a poster exhibition explaining the activities of the convention in combating desertification. So I invite all of you to please visit it. We must visit. Let's go. Please, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Really? Rahuvia. Yes, Kripa. Come, 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 come. Look, look. It says that the convention has a 10-year strategy running from 2008 to 2018. Oh. Hello, Kripa ji. Good to see you in the village. Same here. I see that you are reading about the 10-year strategy. Let's read what it is. One goal of the parties to the convention is to forge a global partnership to reverse and prevent desertification, land degradation, and to mitigate the effects of drought in affected areas in order to support poverty reduction and environmental sustainability. Hmm. See, Shanti ji, hmm? the goal is also noble. Hmm. Look, they even have a day designated to raise awareness. It is June 17th. I shall ask Vishnu if he knows about this. If not, I will request teacher ji to have a seminar in the school to raise awareness amongst the children. Hmm. Hmm. It says that the World Day to Combat Desertification has been observed since 1995 hmm. to promote public awareness relating to international cooperation to combat desertification and the effects of drought. But, but see the satellite picture of India? It looks as if almost a third of the land is under degradation and almost one-fourth is undergoing desertification. Oh God! It says that the rate of degradation of agricultural areas is increasing. We must really do something about this alarming trend. Right, right. Ramu, Ramu, don't worry. India intends to achieve land degradation neutral status by 2030. Oh! Wow. oh. One of the first steps is to know how much land damage has been done and calculate the rate of progression per year. Last year, India released an atlas of desertification and land degradation. India is committed to combat desertification and land degradation. Wow, mm. that's great. That's good. That's good. Oh, wow. Come here. Come here. Everyone, see this poster on dry land farming practices. Oh, wow. Really? It's very nice. It has listed some practices for farmers. By following these recommendations, we can collect and also retain more moisture in the soil. Oh, these are such simple things to be done. Placing stones around the bases of plants to collect rain and dew. This will help retain the soil moisture. Grooves can also be dug to collect and channel rainfall. Strict weed control to ensure that soil moisture is not consumed by weeds. What say Kripa? Yeah, right. And there must be wide spacing between individual plants to provide a larger bank of moisture for each. Right. See, these are simple traditional practices that are innovative and workable. So true. Yeah, yeah, so true. Yes.
नमस्ते महारम जी नमस्ते नमस्ते रामू गुड मॉर्निंग टीचर आंटी ओह गुड मॉर्निंग विष्णु सो रामू यू फाइनली बैक फ्रॉम योर विलेज यस यस इज एवरीथिंग ओके ओवर देयर नो मैडम जी एवरीथिंग इज नॉट ओके आई आई डिड नॉट अंडरस्टैंड एवरीथिंग बट वन थिंग इज देयर आई कुड अंडरस्टैंड दैट द एक्सपर्ट वाज सेइंग दैट बिकॉज़ ऑफ आवर प्रैक्टिसेस डिसर्टिफिकेशन इज हैपनिंग and the land is producing less crops every year true teacher aunty hmm? you once taught us about the geographical zones and habitats and said that in india desert is found in rajasthan yes but we are not even near to rajasthan huh? so how is the desert taking over our village i am so confused teacher aunty oh vishnu desertification doesn't mean that an existing desert is advancing and taking over villages and cities oh yes um although sand dunes may definitely advance but actually it refers to the persistent degradation of dry land by human activities and climate change oh but what sort of human activities are responsible for it vishnu beta the expert said that unsustainable farming mining overgrazing and cutting down large tracts of trees all of these encourage desertification but but why what happens when we do all this beta cutting down large forested areas has multiple ripple effects which can range from a decrease in rainfall to the soil infertility but, but how? how if i cut down forests why will the rains decrease What is the connection Ramu I will tell you that See it has been found that large scale deforestation in tropical rainforests can greatly reduce rainfall rates Oh and this effect is experienced both locally and thousands of kilometers away hmm. Oh you see it happens because of deforestation which reduces the natural recycling of moisture from soils through vegetation and into the atmosphere which is where moisture condenses to return as rain and does the soil in deforested areas become dry due to less rainfall true you are there vishnu um apart from that there are some other factors also oh you know vishnu that plant roots bind the soil uh, yeah and when we cut down the trees the roots of the trees no longer hold the soil hmm. because usually land is cleared for cattle ranching when bushy vegetation is eaten away by too many cattle grazing in a small area the top soil is exposed oh. you are right teacher ji and and even worse the hooves of the cattle erode the top soil true wind and water carry away the fertile top soil what is left behind is an infertile mix of dust and sand hmm. it is not at all good for agriculture yes ramu you know it so well and according to one estimate the world loses 24 billion tons of top soil annually oh wow I never realized that how interrelated everything in nature is. Yeah. Papa, did you know this? Beta, I knew a bit. Like I have to admit mm-hmm. that intensive farming depletes the nutrients in the soil. 
Oh. Also, prolonged periods of drought can impact the land. You see, war or conflict-like situations, mm. these can force people to move into environmentally fragile areas, mm. thus putting extra pressure on the land. And apart from this, a mining can cause damage. You see, Vishnu, mm. it is a combination of many factors that transforms a degraded land into desert. Mm. And you know what, teacher auntie? Hmm? Papa said that desertification is a global phenomenon and is not limited to our village alone. Exactly. Uh, but by the way, where else it is happening? Um, I mean, which are the other countries affected by it? Uh, no continent except Antarctica is untouched by this process of desertification. Oh. Uh, although Africa is badly affected, as it has 37% of world's arid zones. Oh. About 66% of its land is either desert or dry lands. Oh. That's Africa, you know. Mm. But even Asia's situation is no better. Mm -hmm. It holds 33% of the world's arid zones, Ramu. 33%? Oh, right. Teacher, Andy, so what can we do? Vishnu, I keep telling you in the school that a stitch in time saves nine. Yeah. So, dear, to create a culture of prevention is helpful. Mm. If we can prevent desertification from the starting, or we can stall its progression in areas where it is just beginning, it will be major step to development. Mm. But, but, teacher ji, mm? all that is very well. But... Can you tell us a few concrete steps as well? I will definitely, Ramu. Traditionally, people in dry lands are poverty-stricken. So, um, if we can teach them livelihood opportunities uh, that are not land-based, I'm sure we can take some pressure off the land. Uh, like? Like, say, uh, ecotourism? Oh. Yes, uh, ecotourism could be an option. Instead of chopping trees for firewood, we can use the solar energy. And there is an interesting way of culturing fish in deserts. Culturing, culturing fish, fish in, in deserts? deserts? <laughs> How is that even possible? Has anyone actually done it? Yes, Israel has. You know what they do? What? They use very poor quality brackish water and fill the lakes dug in the actual desert. Huh? <laughs> yes, and here they raise marine fish, a very good source of protein, turning an infertile desert land into an aquaculturist's dream. Oh, that oh, is wonderful, Dijaji. <laughs> That's a boon. Israel also harvests and reuses its wastewater Extremely efficiently. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is wonderful, Teacher G. We can use drip irrigation that uses less water. True. I am a farmer and I know how it works. And we can also grow drought-tolerant varieties of crop plants. Very true. Scientists can develop new varieties and the government can establish seed banks at village or district levels. Oh, the battle can still be fought. And it can still be won. <laughs> <laughs> Teacher, auntie, hmm? can we plant trees in the bare patch of the land behind our school? School? Uh, yes, we'll take good care of them. 
Oh, that's an excellent idea, Vishnu. <laughs> E-forestation is already on our national agenda. Hmm. That is true, Teacher Ji. And I used to be a farmer, so I know planting trees, hmm. perennials and leguminous plants can make the soil more fertile. And the presence of perennial plants prevents the weeds from taking hold. And leguminous plants fix soil nitrogen, boosting soil fertility. It is true, Teacher Ji. But... Just one Vishnu won't be enough to stop desertification. What? Large-scale national and even international efforts will be needed, I think. Do you know, Ramu? India set up the National Afforestation and Eco-Development Board as early as 1992. Oh, really? Yes, so long ago. But every citizen should plant trees wherever possible. Or at least take care of the existing ones. Yes, yes, teacher ji. Every citizen should do that. But what does the board do? Many things, Ramu. Primarily, it promotes afforestation and tree planting. It supports ecological restoration and eco-development activities. And it also pays special attention to the degraded forest areas and the lands adjoining the forest areas, the national parks and so on. Oh, That is so good. Hmm. So much is being done. I wish I could know more. But you are so busy, Teacher Ji. <laughs> Ramu, I'm always with you, all of the farmers. I'll download the brochure of the National Mission of Green India and uh, I'll do one thing. I'll mm -hmm. give the brochure to Vishnu for you. Oh. Thank you, Teacher Ji. <laughs> but Thank just you. remember, G-I-M is the short form for Green India Mission. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Teacher Ji. <laughs> Goodbye, Bye -bye. Teacher Take care and keep visiting. Bye-bye. <laughs>. To the 32nd episode of this science serial, produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar, titled Combating Desertification. Coordinators were Dr. Chandar Mohan and Dr. B.K. Tyagi. Research and script Sukanya Datta. This episode was directed by Sudarshan Kumar. Presented by Dilip Jha Recording and Mixing Sharad Sharma And the participating artists were Nikhil Divan Vaibha Srivastava Nitin Bhaseen Saurav Bhatia Sushma Sharma Mannath Nagar And Mamta Malkani Hey listeners Please stay with us Here are two questions for you the lucky winner will get attractive prize from Vikyan Prasar. The first question is, in which year the United Nations Convention to Combat Desertification, UNCCD, was established? And the second question is, which day is celebrated as the Awareness Day about desertification? You can send in your answers by simple post. Our address is Science Serial Life Must Go On All India Radio Room number 615 
न्यू ब्रॉडकास्टिंग हाउस संसद मार्ग न्यू डेली वन वन जीरो 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 वन यू कैन ऑल्सो राइट एन अवर ई मेल आई डी दैट्स रेडियो एट द रेट विज्ञान प्रसाद डॉट जी ओ वी डॉट इन प्लीज डू राइट और मेल अस योर फुल नेम एज एंड प्रोफेशन इफ एसोसिएटेड विद साइंस क्लब देन डू लेट एस नो द मेम्बरशिप ऑफ योर क्लब If you have any query or question don't hesitate to write to us we will be back again with the next episode of this science serial life must go on same day same time next week till then goodbye